I know, I know, I know what you guys are thinking. You're thinking, what did Eddie think about the new teaser poster and trailer for Terminator Dark Fate? He hasn't talked about it on the podcast. And you guys are right. I haven't talked about it on the podcast. I have talked about it, just not on the podcast. So, after this sponsor, I'm coming back, and we're talking about it on the podcast. All right, guys, before we get into the episode, I want to shout out the current Patreon members over on the Terminator 101 Patreon page. Here we go. Lucas Grudzian, Engelbert Sebastian, Ruben Dobson, Danny Pirate, Ami Prasad, T-Bob Art, and Marie Sperlick. Thank you so much for your patronage. You guys are a big part of the continued growth of Terminator 101. Now, if you want to join that list, plus gain extra content and benefits, it's very simple. All you have to do is hit up patreon.com slash t101podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Terminator 101. I'm Eddie Green, and this is an episode where I am going to talk a little bit more about all the new things that have come out with Terminator Dark Fate. Now, I just got to let you guys know that if you haven't already checked it out, over on my Terminator 101 YouTube channel, just recently, about two days ago, I think, as of this recording, did a live stream, episode number six, for No Fate But What We Stream, which is my... Uh, live stream show that I co-host with Gershom Reese Wetzel, writer and director of uh, Infiltrator, the fan film. And we had a special guest, uh, Morgana, who is a big supporter of Terminator 101, a diehard Terminator fan. So, you know, we felt that it was because this was so monumental, right? Our first real official glimpse into the movie in motion and the first look at the poster, one of the posters, the teaser poster. Gershom and I felt like, okay, we should bring on a third voice. And so Morgana was the person that we brought on. So that episode, which is I think an hour and 12 minutes long, is over on the Terminator 101 YouTube channel. We talk about the teaser poster, we talk about the teaser trailer which I just consider a trailer in general, but some people would say, eh, it's more of a teaser. Anyways, um, and yeah, we talk about it. Now, I just got to let you guys know, uh, when we were doing the episode, we uh, before we went live, obviously we made sure we had established connections and all that stuff, and everything seemed fine. Uh, Morgana worked out you know, her camera positions and everything like that. Gershom and I, uh, we had connected first. So Gershom and I um, came into the chat first, and then Morgana joined us, and then we were like, okay, we're all ready, perfect, let's go live. Three, two, one, bam, we're live. All of a sudden, <laughs> it was so strange, all of a sudden, because Morgana is over in the UK, Gershom and I are in the United States, so all of a sudden, there's like a like a 10, 12 second delay between Morgana and Gershom and I. And it was so strange because uh, Gershom or myself would ask a question and then we would just awkwardly sit there <laughs> for like 12 seconds and then Morgana would be able to answer. So, and I found it hysterical. There, <laughs> There's a couple moments... <laughs> I played it back. There's a couple of moments in the live stream where I, it was, it's just the funniest thing and no like disrespect to Morgana. I like, I didn't want to make her feel uncomfortable or anything, but 
in hindsight, it's so funny because Gershom, I think Gershom is the reason why I laughed so much because just thinking about it right now is making me laugh. Like he would ask a question or he, or, or like Morgana would chime in to something that he said 12 seconds ago. And he would, you know, obviously be like, uh, like, what, what did you say? And, uh, and then of course, obviously we would have to wait for that to make its way over to her and so Gershom would just sit there and his eyes would be moving back and forth it's hysterical stuff watch it back guys it's actually funny you do hear me break at one point um I just can't contain myself anyways um so we figure that out I think it had something to do she has like an earpiece in uh at the beginning of the episode and then I think like 25 or so minutes into the episode, I have the official time that the delay gets fixed in the comments. I pinned it. Um, but she takes the earpiece out and all of a sudden there's no delay. So thank God we fixed that issue because that would have been a real nightmare. I mean, it was great to have her on and we're going to continue, you know, for certain episodes to have her on, but it was just so off-putting because you can't have real in real time discussion you know what i mean you have to wait and that's never fun so thank god we fixed that and i messaged her after the live stream and i was like whatever that earpiece was keep it away from any future live streams and she was like i'm gonna nuke it or something um so yeah uh, just great stuff go check out that episode the delay does get fixed so if you guys are wondering in the beginning man this episode is really kind of not up to par with you know, the previous episodes, we do fix the delay just so you guys know. So we had a blast talking about it. And I just wanted to come on here for the podcast because I haven't since we've gotten the poster and the trailer, I haven't come on the podcast. And just in case you guys uh, only listen to the podcast and don't check out the other stuff, which I highly recommend you do checking out, uh, you know, the the Patreon, of course, you get extra content over there, checking out the YouTube channel, checking out all my social media. Between all of these platforms, you're going to get the full Terminator 101 experience. And there's, you know, certain places that I talk about certain things like I uh, just posted over on uh, the Facebook page, which, by the way, I just wanted to say really quickly, we just passed 1K likes and followers over on the Terminator 101 Facebook page. That is insane to me. That's so crazy. Over 1,000 people. So thank you guys so much for all the support, really, it, it, I, it's so humbling, like it really is, you know, because I've constantly looked for a creative outlet to express myself, and of course, when you do that, you want people to come on board with it, that's what makes it fun, it's no fun if, you know what I mean, you're just talking to five people, and you want to grow, it's all about growth, and, um, Terminator 101 is growing, so I'm so excited. So thank you guys so much for that. It means so much to me. And so yeah, all of those places you get the full experience. So just in case you guys only listen to the podcast, you're probably wondering where the heck is Eddie's thoughts on, you know, the Dark Fate poster and the trailer. Oh, and speaking of the poster and Facebook, just posted a little kind of rant comparing the two posters from Genesis and Dark Fate since they're both Skydance Productions and they're both uh, solo Sarah Connor uh, posters. I did a little post over on uh, Facebook and uh, kind of compared the two. So check that out if you haven't. Uh, I was pretty uh, excited to share that one. 
anyways, guys, enough all this, you know, with all this plugging and, and whatnot. What did I think? Um, so I, I want to start with the poster. And again, assuming you guys don't follow me on social media because I shared my first impression thoughts. I initially thought that the poster, because I woke up, right, the day before the trailer released, I woke up and there was like a crap load of notifications on my phone. So I pulled them up and it's just nonstop poster talk. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on, whoa. Did we get an official poster? Pulled it up. And my first initial thoughts, if I'm being completely honest, was, uh, oh, this is just a fan poster. Like, that's the, that's the look that it initially had. And I, and I reasoned this to the fact that it has a very artistic look to it. You know what I mean? It almost looks like a painting. So yeah, it looks like a painting, and I loved that about it. And that's why I initially thought that, okay, this is just a fan poster. Turns out it wasn't. Turns out it was an actual official release. And yeah, the more I look at it, the more I love this thing. It's just, it's a beautiful contrast to the T1 and T2 posters. And down the line, obviously, we're going to get more posters. And I don't think this is going to be the official poster. But I do think that this is going to remain in people's minds Um especially Terminator fans' minds, for forever. It's just so iconic looking. It's such a beautiful contrast. And I could see this. I'm a huge poster guy. I love posters. I could see this next to my T1 and T2 posters. Um, it's just that good. The color scheme, the fonts. I love the tagline, Welcome to the Day After Judgment Day, which obviously poses a lot of questions, which we kind of talked about on No Fate But What We Stream. Um, what does that mean? Does that mean the story literally picks up the day after Judgment Day? Do we get to see some of that uh, going on? Like, like what? So, and of course, the top. I love the top. Producer James Cameron returns. Beautiful. I love it. I mean, that's just what every Terminator fan has wanted uh, since T2 back in 91, right? And obviously, he's not in the director's chair, but he is in a creative chair. So, so excited for that. And, uh, yeah, Linda Hamilton. Uh, you know, I, I joked in one of my posts um, about it. I said something like, Jesus, like, is this her only outfit in the entire movie? Because that's all we've seen is this one outfit that she has continuously worn in, you know, behind the scenes promos and official promos and all that stuff. Now on the poster, it's the, it's the same thing. It's almost the same pose we've seen her in. So that that kind of irked me a little bit. I mean, not a whole lot, but it's just like, come on, geez, like, <laughs> was the budget that limited that they only had one costume for her? I mean, whether or not she has more costumes in the movie, I don't really care. I mean, that could just be her one costume and I would be fine with it but for the poster it just kind of irked me because I've seen it so much you know what I mean anyways I love her look uh the 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 grittiness to it you know that's part of the painting look and um you know it's it's very telling this is obviously the same road it looks like the same road and people have drawn comparisons to the end of t1 looks like it could be the same road because we see the mountains behind her you know, all this stuff. So this could be the same road. Whether or not it is, I don't know. Also, T2 ends with the highway, right? 
very fitting that she's also on a highway. So there's a lot of comparisons that you can draw between these three films, which just goes to show you how it can really tie in. There's so much potential for Dark Fate here. And everything I've seen so far, uh, for the most part, still feels like it's in the T1 and T2 universe. And this poster really does feel like it's in the in the Terminator universe that James Cameron created. So I'm so excited for that. The poster, I just love it. Uh, it's yeah. I uh, I I started out liking it. I grew to really like it, and then eventually I just I love this thing. I I I want this in my house. That's how much I love it. So. That's my thoughts on the poster. You guys might feel differently about it. I know some people didn't like it, but the majority of people really dug the poster. Now, where fans were really divided, obviously, because again, a poster is a still image, right? And it's kind of hard to determine what a movie's going to be like just off of that. You can get a real good vibe, but it's hard to determine the overall finished product with just a poster. The thing that divided fans is, of course, that first trailer. And there was a lot of hype. You know, the thing that's really interesting about Dark Fate, this is the most involved I've ever been with a film in production. I have never followed a film more closely than I have with Terminator Dark Fate. So there has been a lot of hype for me personally about this trailer to finally see this thing that I have followed for months and months to see it in motion. And I'm going to start out with uh, the thing that really got people divided, and that was the music. The choice of putting a song underneath it instead of actual music from the film. Now, one reason is is because Junkie XL is probably not finished with the score. That's something we have to keep in mind. When that trailer was being put together, he probably didn't have a finished score that he could put in the trailer. I'm okay with that. I don't want him to rush his uh, creative process to meet a you know trailer deadline. And I gotta tell you guys, I really like this song that they chose, Hunter. It's it's in my Spotify playlist. Like, I love it. It's so moody, and um, you know, a lot of this trailer is there's a lot of fastness to it, but there's also a lot of slowness to it. And this song is beautiful uh, when it comes to accompanying that slowness because it creates this very uneasy vibe, right? Obviously the lyrics fit and I, and that's probably why they chose it, you know, hunter, hunting, all that stuff it can mean terminators, it means Sarah Connor hunting terminator. That there's a lot of things you could look at with that. But the actual just uh uh song itself Lyrics aside, it's so good in creating this, oh man, this is like, this is some heavy shit right here that we're dealing with. Like, it's not, I don't know, but I love the choice that they made with this song. I know some people really didn't. Some people were like, where is the Terminator theme? What the fuck? And... Look, I mean, it's a teaser trailer, right? We're going to get more down the road, and I'm sure at some point we're going to hear it. So the song choice that they chose I thought was really good, and it fit um, the mood of the trailer. Something I really want to pinpoint here that I haven't discussed just yet is 
when uh, Gabriel Luna's Terminator, which we now know is called Rev-9, which uh, I love that. It's, it's so good. Thank God we finally got away from the T and then put a number after it. You know what I mean? Um, the Rev-9, when we finally see this thing working and in motion, right, as it's driving and then um, uh, Mackenzie Davis's character, Grace, uh, pins it in the truck and then it separates from itself. What I love about that, obviously the visuals are a little um, uh, um, uh, wonky, to use a, like a, a weird word there. They are, uh, like, like you can tell, I think, that they're still in progress and they're still being finished. So I didn't pay too much attention to that. They looked great, but the thing that really caught my attention was because this is supposed to be something that... Um, is new and innovative, right? This this Terminator, this Rev-9 with its capabilities. Obviously, it's an extension of the T-1000 and the liquid metal, but it's something new. What's so cool about that moment is it's a great shot, right? Because we go from the driver's seat and we follow it up to the front of the truck and we see Gabriel Luna materializing. But the song makes it feel like a birth, almost. Play it back. Watch that moment. That is instantly what I thought of when I saw that moment. I was like, wow, this kind of feels like this is supposed to represent a birth. And I'm not necessarily talking about like a human birth, but like this is something, again, that is supposed to be new, something we've really never seen before, right? And again, it's it, it's an extension of the liquid metal thing. So some people would be like... Oh, we have seen this before, but no, honestly, we haven't because this is a new capability. This is a new technology and it gave off that vibe. It was really cool to see that, right? That kind of one shot, that, that one take, right? And the song just made it feel like, whoa, wow, right? That kind of thing. That's what it garnered from me at least. So that's something I just wanted to bring attention to. Um, Another thing that I was really happy about with this trailer was there was no real dead giveaways in terms of spoilers because that's something that really, ever since Salvation, they have just sucked with trailers when it comes to uh, promoting a Terminator movie. Salvation and Genesis both gave away big plot twists in their trailers. Now, I mean, look, we literally only see Arnold once in the trailer for maybe two or three seconds, and he doesn't say a word. It's just a look. Beautiful. Awesome. Okay? Obviously, the focus of this film is really not on Arnold. A lot of people have said, you know, Arnold has, uh, uh, you know, <sighs> he's been in two really good Terminators, obviously, and he's been in two subpar slash very shitty Terminator movies, right? So he's kind of 50-50 here, right? So a lot of people don't really care that much about uh, Arnold coming back. I do, you do, the, the general public really doesn't. What the general public kind of does care about now is, whoa, they got Linda Hamilton back. So that's why this trailer was a real focus on Linda Hamilton. Uh, you really don't hear, I don't think... 
my memory serves me right, I haven't watched a trailer in a little while, but yeah, I don't think you hear any male voices. It's all female voices. It's all the three female leads in the trailer. That's awesome. It's just a, you know, a, a different shift and a different focus, right? That's something I loved. Pretty much, you know, giving us some, you know, visuals and uh, some key moments, but not spoiling them to a point where we're like, oh, okay, so that's what it is, right? And like, like again, I, I come back to the Schwarzenegger thing. That's a great moment. That's one of my favorite moments in the trailer. It's so like, oh man, I just got T2 vibes when he comes out of the elevator and Sarah falls back on the floor, right? That's the kind of thing I got. Now, it, it wouldn't be that in this film. That wouldn't make sense. She wouldn't have that reaction, right? Because she learned to trust uh, the Terminator at the end of T2. So she wouldn't, you know, have that reaction. She She had that reaction in T2 because... She only had one other experience with a Terminator, and that was a bad one. So this this is a different reaction, right? It's a different evolution of a reaction. And we didn't get, um, you know, a big drawn-out thing. And while I would have liked to have seen that kind of played out and, and stretched a little bit more, that moment when he opens the door and they're, you know, looking at each other, I am... Honestly, looking back and really contemplating it, I'm happy they kind of made it a quick thing and didn't give it away. And I hope that they don't in future trailers. Um, yeah, it's just such a great moment. I'm so excited for that particular scene in the film once I see this movie in theaters, just to see how it plays out, this kind of interaction. And I said this on the stream, I am getting serious human vibes from that one moment with Arnold. I'm telling you guys, I am telling you, I could be wrong, but if I'm right, I've been calling it for quite some time, and I have been such a big supporter of this this motion and this uh, uh, this direction, making Arnold a human. He looked like a straight-up human in that particular scene. He did not give off a Terminator machine vibe, right? He has a little thing, like a little scar under his uh, right eye, there's no battle damage there. It just looks like a scar. So I don't know. I'm not saying 100% that he is a human, but I am getting serious vibes and I would love that. Really think about that because so many people are not on board with that uh, uh, flip. They're not on board with him being a human. Really think about how interesting the story would become if we could finally see a well-realized human prototype for the iconic Terminator that we have come to know and love. How fucking awesome would that be? The drama, right? Oh, so many interesting things you could do with that. And I think I've talked a, a little bit about that on the podcast already. So I really hope that they do that with this, with this um, film. I really hope they go that direction. So, some negatives towards the trailer that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, the moments where the thing that comes to my head is uh, some of the action sequences. So, when Grace arrives and she beats up the cops. The, the creative choice to have that really sped up, right? Because like, she beats the shit out of them really quickly. I hope that that's just for the trailer. I hope in the film it's not that quick. Because something that I said on the uh, episode that uh, Gershom and Morgana and I did was, we have to remember, Tim Miller is stepping into 
a previously established story from James Cameron. James Cameron laid the groundwork. So hopefully Tim Miller didn't go in there and really do Tim Miller things. Because he doesn't have that right. He's stepping into a franchise. He had that right with Deadpool. Because Deadpool is the, the start of Deadpool, right? Deadpool 1. He basically laid the groundwork for Deadpool movies. And now anyone that comes after that kind of has to abide by what Tim Miller created. Same goes here. Tim Miller needs to abide by what James Cameron did. And that, that, that sped up stuff in the trailer does not feel anything like what James Cameron would do. So hopefully that was just for the trailer. Hopefully in the final film we don't get that. Um, and uh, other than the visuals kind of not looking finished, that being a little gripe, um, the continuity of the vibe and everything of the, of the universe that we're in, that kind of thing. I didn't really have many issues with the trailer. I uh, was pretty sold on it. I was like, okay, this is a pretty good trailer. Pretty good trailer. So those are my uh, kind of overall thoughts. If you want to hear more in-depth talk uh, with myself and uh, Morgana and Gershom, go check out No Fate But What We Stream episode 6 on Terminator 101 over on YouTube. And uh, yeah, guys, I'm just so excited for what's going to be coming up here. Obviously, we're going to get more posters, trailers. I don't know. Maybe I'm in a dilemma because obviously I have a podcast and it's sort of like my duty now to kind of, when something new drops, give you guys my thoughts, right? That's, that, that's kind of my job. But at the same time, I'm very hesitant because I, I don't want to see anymore, you know? So I might, from here on out, I might let a new trailer drop and let people tell me if spoilers are given away. And if they say no, then I'll check it out. But if they say yes, I'm going to avoid it. Honestly, guys, I'm going to avoid it. And I hope that doesn't upset you, you know, because I'm sure a lot of people look forward to what I think. And uh, that's awesome. But that's what I'm going to do from here on out because I do not want this experience ruined going into the theater. Because again, I've never followed a film more closely. So this film has a really special place in my heart. It really does. And, uh, yeah, so that's my thoughts. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you go check out all the other stuff. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like, follow, all that stuff on social media. Also, go check out the Patreon. Consider joining one of the four levels over there to get exclusive content, benefits, all that stuff. Uh, thank you to my current patrons. You guys are awesome. I love you so much. And, uh, yeah, until I talk to you guys next time... Keep on terminating.